So, Rudy Giuliani shit got raided. New York Times, on an anonymous source, writes an article saying that he was forewarned along with OAN. Turns out no one was warned, and like seven news or news uh, places had to redact their stories. And on that same line of thought, let's uh, let's uh, talk about our boy O James O Keefy boy O. That motherfucker's suing out the ass. They ban- if you don't know, they banned James O'Keefe of Project Veritas because they accused him of having multiple accounts, I'll admit Romney style. Oh man, y'all remember that old ass fucking website, Jib Jab, and they had Mitt Romney style. Oh man, Jib Jab. Ah, oh, that was good shit. I still around. That's such a big part of my childhood. It's like when I found out fucking uh, Newgrounds is still up and running with shit being posted on our cell. I'm like, wow! It's like MySpace, but it didn't die. But the shit, I'm, I'm actually Newgrounds is pretty good still. Uh, it's definitely D tier, you know, now that people are having to work around without flash. Anyway, anyway, back to my fucking point. Gotta hope the audio's good on this. I have a the audio's in jank. But James O'Keefe is suing Twitter and, like, Twitter and The Times, actually. He won his court case with The Times, and The Times had to publish and publish in their own magazines and on their own website that they do not fact check anything they publish. For real, I've been going around work and I've actually told a couple co-workers about this where I'm just like, I don't mention Veritas or James O'Keefe or any of that shit, right? I'm just like, y'all see that New York Times lawsuit? They're like, nah, what happened? I'm like, they had to publish because they lost a lawsuit that they don't fact check any of their news articles. They just publish whatever's given to them for the most part. And they also pick the headlines, separate from the writers. So another thing, writers would send in art, would send in their own headlines of their articles. The Times would change the headline to whatever they wanted it to be. Fascinating, fascinating shit, ain't it? <sighs> but yeah, he's suing Twitter because Twitter accused him of having multiple accounts when they deleted, uh, took down Project Veritas's Twitter, which turned out to be absolutely false. So now, James O'Keefe is suing Twitter, and he's probably going to win. He has never lost a single one lawsuit. He's never lost a single lawsuit. Not one of the lawsuits he's pressed, and I think it's something like 20 at this point. And he's won every single one. I think he's done a handful of them without lawyers. Like, he just presented the evidence himself. Right now, there's like three people I think are doing the most important thing imaginable. I think James O'Keefe may be second place right now. Right? Like, when it comes to people on the right doing shit, Jim O'Keefe, I don't even know, I assume he's right-leaning. But he has gone after Republicans, too, and exposed them, which is good, you know, go after everybody who's dirty, corrupt, and shady as shit, but... I don't know. He might be more, uh, neutral, libertarian I think he's to the right, though. I actually don't know for certain. Hmm. But... So the New York Times really ate themselves twice this week. They had to publish, we don't fact check any of our articles, and then they had to run a redaction on the Giuliani shit, like, three days after the lawsuit. Ah, yikesums. That's fine. Who says these companies have to learn from their fucking mistakes? Uh, what else is going on in the world today? Uh, man, I watched a hand- oh! Oh, 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 oh. Let me tell you, man. I fucking love... I post all sorts of, like... I'm not anti-trans. I don't give a fuck. Y'all know me. 
chop. If you want me to call you a chick, though, I require you to chop off your dick. If you want me to call you a dude, I require you to grow a dick or have a dick attached. You say, oh, how do you grow a dick? Steroids. Chicks take steroids. They get, like, enlarged clitoris. And, I mean, it's, like, legit, like, two, two and a half, three incher. Just like me! <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I love how I, I, for years, I got shit on, right? Like, in public and stuff, I go to a very, I work in a very liberal area. I go to, I go to a liberal college, and I don't use pronouns. I'll be talking to somebody, I'll be talking to a dude with a beard wearing a dress, and I'm like, thanks, bro, appreciate your help. It's ma'am! No, it's not. It's, it's dude. But whatever. Like, you're not gonna make me call you whatever I want. Now, the other side of that is, like, if I know you really well... And you've never been a dick to me, and you've never come across any sort of negative way to me. I have I'm friends with people who are trans, and I refer to them by their preferred pronouns, right? Like, ultimately, most of these people just want to be accepted. But my whole thing is, you know, when I'm dealing with somebody, and they're clearly, like, either, like, a trans-trender. Trans-trender being somebody who's, like, a poser. Like a, like a tranny poser. You know? Like a, a dude who's super hetero and shit, but likes to cross-dress to fit in. Or vice versa. Trans-trender. Actually, I think trans-trender tends to be more on the female spectrum than the male spectrum. Weirdly enough. Ugh. <laughs> ah, my fucking hand! <laughs> Your mom's cooch tried to eat my fingers, bro. That's not good. Anyway. But yeah, these folks, like, I'll be like, What's up, chick? What's up, dude? Like, if I'm cool with them and I know them and they're not real, like... I'm trans, I'm trans, and they don't make, you know, people who don't make being trans their entire personality, I fucks with you. Remember how I said beard and a dress earlier? Something y'all come across a lot is I'll see chick, right? Short hair, wearing sundresses. I'll throw a compliment, I'm like, oh, hey ma'am, you really pull, excuse me miss, you really pull off that summer dress really nicely. And I'll make some bullshit, like, where am I applying that same dress uh, for my sister? She'd be in the pattern or something. Some bullshit, you know, friend, whatever, whatever, whatever. It just spurts up a conversation. God, I have a dirty playbook, don't I? But yeah, you know, like, oh, it's a really lovely dress. Uh, mind if I ask you where you got it in this? My sister would probably love it. And then they'll be like, I'm a dude with feminine tendencies. And I'm like, no, you're a chick. You got lipstick on, you got eyeliner, you're wearing a dress, you got short hair. The short hair doesn't make you a dude, it makes you a tomboy at best with feminine entities, with feminine qualities. But you ain't no dude. And then on the other hand, I see a lot of dudes who are like man bun, fucking bearded up, but they're wearing like blush and dresses and shit. I'm like, you're a dude. You want me to take you seriously as a female, shave that beard off. If you're really into being a chick, go the whole fucking mile. Hey, you want me to call you a chick right off the bat? Man, you better be like, uh, Blair White, you know? And that's another good point. Blair White, you know who she is? Exactly my point right now. You know who she is? She's like a former, I think, Marine, who's had a sex, who got like a full sex change, tits and dick lopped off, and everything in between. And is now a very attractive woman. And I would happily have her babies. No homo. Homo? No homo. Wait, you know what? If I'm, if you're a Republican listening to this, saying I would fuck Blair White is pretty homo. But if you're a Democrat, by your own fucking philosophies on this subject, it's no homo. Because that's a beautiful, you fucking 
Right? Right? If you're liberal, that's, that's a chick. That's a chick, a thousand percent. Go home, man. Where was it going with all this? Oh, yeah. But you know, if you're like that, where it's like, you know, this is my whole identity, my world doesn't revolve around. People make shit. They make, like, two things, their personality. Like, I've noticed people's personalities are either COVID or sexual identity or both at the same fucking time. And an old taco ad, why not both? <sighs> Speaking of tacos, wasn't even thinking about that. Nice, nice. Double entendres all around, folks. Uh, oh, and then Caitlyn Jenner. By the way, Caitlyn for California. That's where I was going with this. I remember now. Okay, so... I made all these jokes about trans people, you know, like, we had a video of the frog falling off a building, I would post that and it'd be labeled, uh, trannies when you refuse to play and play pretend with them. Shit like that. Because, let's face it, the suicide rate in the trans community, what? It was, like, 40% two years ago, and now it's upwards of, like, 15-some change percent? Like, 53% now, depending on who you look at. There's a serious issue here. Like we've rebranded body dysmorphia into a sexual identity. And a lot of people can't tell the difference between their fetishes, sexual preferences, and gender. We were like, I'm not I'm not a man, I'm gay. It's like that implies you're a dude. You know that right, bro. Saying you're not a dude, saying you you identify as gay is a thousand percent saying you're a dude. Now if you would have said I'm a lesbian, I'd be like, uh oh. So you're straight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it would have been like a woman. So you identify as a woman, but you're also a woman. So, straight. Hmm. Weird. This whole identity thing just inverts itself. Like, it's like that war Boris cycle. It just self consumes itself. You just need to know how, how to redirect its attachment to its own tail. You know, it from there. But I love Caitlyn Jenner running for, for governor. I've been posting all sorts of, like, pre, like, pro Caitlyn Jenner shit. And let me tell you, man, I've been looking at the liberals talking so much shit about Caitlyn Jenner. Calling it, saying, this dude thinks he can run for California as a Republican? It's like, dude, MSNBC, what are you doing? Rachel Maddow, why are you, Rachel Maddow, why are you calling Bruce, why, why are you calling Caitlyn Jenner? He, isn't that, aren't you supposed to be like, like the Tucker Carlson of woke progressivisms? It's fucking the hypocrisy and projections are targeted with these fucking blue coat cuts. Ugh. Yeah, I, ugh. But I love that Caitlyn Jenner was like, they asked, like, what do you think about these, about, about you know, biological men to females competing, or, what do you think of, uh, trans females competing against that biological females? And she was like, this is a question of fairness. Right? It's not fair for a trans man, a man who became a female, to play against a naturally born woman. Why does he say that? Because Caitlyn knows Bruce would have kicked everyone's ass. And Caitlyn and Jenner will still whip everybody's ass on the track. I'm sure of it. That's the whole, that's the thing that nobody wants to be like, oh yeah, you know, uh. but Caitlyn Jenner's like, yeah, no, no. 
no, no trains claimed against natural-born gender of any kind. And here's my thing. If I love the sport, I will watch, no matter who's playing, just make a league for it. Just make it, it its own division, its own class. Yeah, the WNBA, make the TNBA. Trans basketball, you know? I'm more of a UFC guy, right? I watch Cyborg fight, Katie Hol- fight Holly Holmes and all that shit. Just as much as I'll watch Conor McGregor lose to Poirier. Conor's losing to Poirier, I'm calling it right now. I'm calling it now. Man, look, look, look. I called that fuck. I like. Ben Askren ate shit. Like, Ben Askren got his ass handed to him by a Paul brother of all fucking people. is gonna drop him. He's gonna constantly hit the fucking ground and it's gonna be glorious. And then he's like, I don't drink lizard juice. My point being, if you make a transcend of UFC, I would fucking watch it. I'm not really that into boxing, it's kind of boring. You know, you see dudes getting people like leg holes and wrestling choke bars and shit, and you watch boxing, they're just like throwing punches. It's like, Yay! watching dudes just throw punches, or watching the judo master taking on this like Tron McGraw fucking grappler dude who are like Olympic black fights. By the way, I'm so fucking happy that Triple C is on Andrew Schultz's show occasionally now. I love it. Triple C, man. Please. Please, Saludo, come back. My man, I miss him. I miss Saludo. I think Saludo is the man I miss the most in the UFC. Of any UFC fighters. He, he's a, like, I always find myself like, man, Saludo would have beat him up. Saludo would have won this fight. Triple C. Ah, cringe king, man. People, like, 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 that's my champion right there. I don't care what anybody says. Everybody's like, I fucking, I hate him. He's obnoxious. I'm like, I love him. I'm a not, I'm obnoxious. It's great. Oh man, I, I got so many mixed feelings about Dana too, you know, that, that we're kind of like on this subject. It's like, a, it's dope, we, like, UFC wouldn't be what it is right now without Dana White, for better or worse. We wouldn't have this great sport, but in a way, man, back in the day when you had multiple different, oh, hold on. When you had multiple different, uh, you know, you had Rage in a Cage, Elite, and so on and so forth. All these different fighting, mixed martial arts, tournaments, and divisions. And they have all kind of faded out over time. I think uh, Rage in the Cage is probably my favorite. I can't think of any other ones right now. At the same time, you know, I don't like what Dana's done with, like, the sponsorships and shit. And I get it. He's like, well, I don't want my, my fighters looking like NASCARs. And I was like, so what? I got you, but I mean, your fucking rings already kind of looks like it. You got like a Harley logo, a Jack Links logo, a fucking Monster logo, a Nas logo. Your shit's already kind of looking like a NASCAR dog. Fuck you, you know? I mean, it's doing great, right? All these fires are making bank. And then, and then Dana is gonna. This is a great picture. And it's Khabib live streaming on Facebook uh, a UFC fight, and Dana's just sitting next to him, watching him stream it, looking pissed, and Khabib's looking at Dana smiling. Ah, uh. <laughs> Khabib's great, man. And it's like, what, what the fuck is Dana gonna do, right? Like, like what? What the fuck is he gonna say? He's gonna be like, get security, please. I will keep filming till they're here. 
Or what, what Daniel's gonna do? Try and intimidate fucking Khabib? Are you retarded? No. <laughs> actually, actually, what was it? Who was it? It was somebody who said, like, ten, like, if they were, like, ten years ago, they would have beaten their shit out of Conor McGregor if they were ten years younger. And Conor was like, no, you fucking wouldn't. Ah, God. I hate Israel Alessanta. I fucking detest him. No, no, like, on a serious note, I really fucking hate Israel Alessanta. That dude... He's clearly using steroids. You can't fucking lie to me and tell me he's not. They need to test that motherfucker. Right? And that's only the tip of the iceberg. I hate this fucking obnoxious breakdancing piece of shit. And it's like, oh, well, he made it out the hood. You know, he came from nothing. Fuck you. Then you should be more humble and grateful. Uh, like, I've slept in fucking bus stops. You know, I've couch surfed for months and months on end. I get not owning anything, not having anything. Now I got a fucking name on a lease. You know, I got a home gym. I got a podcast. I'm doing that shit too. And you know what? I'm going to go out there with my shit and help people. You know what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to knock a guy out and then dry hump his unconscious body like a pretentious, terrible, sore winner. I hated that shit. That dude was a brand new fighter, right? And he went... Three and a half rounds with Israel Asanda. That is no small feat. Mind you, I'm not dismissing his, his talent. Israel Asanda is a phenomenal fighter. I hate his personality, I hate his attitude, and I hate his terrible sportsmanship. His etiquette's dog shit. You know? So. This, I can't remember his name. He was like some new, it was like his first big fight. He goes, he's three, like three rounds, three and a half rounds, and he gets knocked out. Israel Asanta literally grabs him by the waist, lifts his ass up, and proceeds to, like, dry hump him until the ref pulls him off. And Herb Dean looked like he wanted to beat his ass. Herb Dean was furious by that. And he was, like, looking at Dana all, like, fiery-eyed and shit. And, by the way, Herb Dean is the best ref. He's made a couple bad calls, I think, over, over like, the handful of years. But he's, like, the best of the best when it comes to, to just, in general... Like, 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 he's the best when it comes to refs. I, I, I love Herb Dean. Also, I, I really just want to like shoot the shit with him. He seems so fucking cool, man. Uh, like, like, uh, I know I'm off topic again, but one of my favorite Herb Dean moments, Herb, uh, whatever, one of my favorite moments with this particular ref is, uh, dude guy is fucking, like, from, like, in the middle of his forehead past, like, his right eye was just gashed open, and Dana was not calling the fight. Uh, he tried to step, like, step in and break it up because they couldn't, like, glue that shit shut. And the coach was like, we're done, but both fighters were like, no, let's keep going. And Dana White was like, yeah, this is an expensive card, card match. I'll be fucked if I'm letting this shit end this quickly. And Herb Dean is just like, bullshit. No, this guy can barely open his fucking eye. That shit's gonna get worse and worse to a severe medical level. Because it was a deep gash, and Herb Dean was, like, looking at it with a flashlight and shit. He paused the fight, and he kept, like... You can find a clip of this. I'm probably embellishing it or not remembering it fully. This was years ago. I want to say it was a Cerrone fight, but I don't think it was. Uh, Herb Dean literally annoys the fuck out of Dana. Because Dana, like, gets in the ring, he's like, what are you doing? He's like, you know, the microphones are still on. Herb Dean's like, I'm the ref. You hired me to do a job. I'm doing the job you hired me for. This fight is not going to continue until that guy at least gets some fucking, uh, like, good medical attention on that wound. 
the fight was delayed like 10 minutes and Dana blew a gasket I, I, I've heard like afterwards and Herb Dean's just like fuck you man that's not like a, a normal you know two inch long uh, quarter of an inch deep cut this was like a nine inch gash that was gushing blood in this dude's eye socket and everything like this dude it's it, it, trying to describe a severe injury in the UFC is hard to do but this was bad and I've been watching UFC since I was eight Back when Anderson Silva was, like, king. No knockouts. Remember that shit? Fight gear everywhere. Anderson Silva, the king. Everyone a piece of him. No one could fucking get it. That's another reason I don't like Dana White, man. Like, I get it. Motherfucker got his ass beat a lot towards the end of his career, right? Hold on, let me backtrack. Let me backtrack. So Israel Asanta. You guys notice that like shot that like little bit of jiggle under his nipple? Like he's got like the like like a look a little gel pack. I'm not one to talk, but you know I'm hitting the bench. I'm working on the moves. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm I'm doing my shit. Muffa anyway. He's got like, these weird little they look like uh like like micro dick condoms full of nut just jiggling on his chest and that's not natural when he like bounces and dances you see it it's like uh that's new he's only had that for like eight months i've seen him in a handful of fights with it and it's like that's new also he's like ultra lean and shredded compared to what he or what is already like normally lean and shredded self was a couple years back now look at him i think he's shooting up and no one's doing shit about it and he should have not have won that uh was it ramiro people's champion Versus Stylebender, they should. He should never have won that fight. It's, uh, it's Ramiro. Yeah, it's Ramiro or Ramirez. He's a big Brazilian fighter, and big. I mean, he's short and bulky as opposed to Israel Santos, tall and lanky, but the same weight class, of course. Everyone was like, "Wow, Ramiro clearly won this, hands down." And Israel Santos threw up. Bitch fit. He was like punching the ring. He was like flipping off the audience. He was cussing out his coach, his crew, Dana, the ref, everybody. He blew a bitch fit. Started threatening people and shit. Got up in the camera. He literally shoved a camera dude over. And then they called the fight for Israel Asanta's win. Ramiro went to shake his hand. Israel Asanta fucking smacked his hand away and then proceeded to run around the ring boasting that he was the best fighter ever. And it's like, dude, you are such a bitch. Like, you could beat my ass, that's for sure. Like, I'd be retarded to not even admit the fact that you could for sure beat me, beat six shades of shit out of me. But, that's such terrible sportsmanship. And Ramiro was like, he was like all smiling when he was like watching throw a fit. Like, damn, I won. And then when they called it, his smile like faded. But he like shrugged. He was like, that's bullshit. But all right. He shook everybody's hand and then Israel pulled that shit. And he like threw shit into the crowd and the crowd started booing. Like, there was a lot of hatred. And then, like, they showed, like, the tweets from the other UFC fighters, and everybody was like, he didn't win that. They gave that to him because they were worried he was going to start breaking more shit, and so on and so forth. Like, people were calling him out left and right. I had just, I despised him. He's always cocky and smug in every interview, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. You know, Connor's about that. But Connor's funny. This dude isn't funny. It's like he was a super insecure child who grew up and became, like, an able-bodied fighter. But he's still got that insecurity, so he's, like, trying to convince himself of it. And he's like, no, I'm the best. No, 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 I know I'm the best. I'm the best fighter ever. And I just... 
I wish he would go up in size, just so John Jones could beat that bitch sideways. I wish he would beat Israel the same way America beat Israel like 40 years ago. Ruthless. You know, I scratch that. I want him to beat Israel the same way Palestine dreams of being Israel. That's how bad I want John Jones to just destroy Israel Asanta. I despise this faggoty twink bitch so much. I hate terrible sportsmanship. Man, I, I actually got when I was a kid, I got kicked out of uh, out of t-ball, which is goofy to say. You know, we were playing t-ball and this kid wouldn't. Uh, he kept pitching, but he kept, like, throwing the ball and it never went far enough for me to, like, swing at it. And I was never gonna hit the ball anyway. I sucked at being a batter. I was better, like, I was better behind him, like, with the mitt catching the ball. But, uh, you know, whatever. I was that bad. And this kid kept, he threw the ball a bunch and the coach was like, let's get somebody else in there. He threw a fit. And I started yelling and screaming and blah, 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 blah. Throwing a hissy fit. He fell on the ground. Started punching. Mind you, we're, like, seven. He's, like, punching and kicking on the ground like a stereotypical child having a tantrum and his parents, like, drag him off. And then the whole time he proceeds to, like, yell from the sidelines so they just, like, let him play. And he's behind me. I'm still at the bad way for somebody to throw a ball so I can hit it. And he starts, like, talking shit to me. And it's like, little kid shit, like, you wouldn't have hit that ball anyway. You wouldn't have hit it. And I just turn around and mind you, I grew up in a tattoo shop. So I'm like, will you shut the fuck up? And he was like, ah, you said a note over it. I'm like, and you're just whining, dude. You know, I got a bunch of older siblings. I grew up getting my ass beat. I went to school with bruises. And, my, and they would call my mom. And they'd be like, your son comes to school awfully beat up. My mom would be like, yeah, he's got older siblings. They roughhouse a lot. What a different time period. You know, and the school would be like, can't you do something about that? It's like, nah, if he doesn't want to fight, he can leave. But James stays around to keep fighting them, so fuck it. They just were like, oh, okay. And they'd ask me occasionally, like, do, do you like fighting your brothers? I'm like, fuck yeah, I like fighting them. I get a good hit in occasionally. But, uh... <sighs> Different time, man. You can get away with that. Alright, anyway, I'm done bitching about Israel Asanta. Fucking bitch. It takes... It, it, being a bitch isn't just about someone being a pussy or anything. It's also... Being a bitch encom- encompasses being a punk. Being a fucking egomaniacal narcissist. So on and so forth. Any negative character trait that affects other people around you because of that trait you have makes you a bitch. And we all have bitch moments, but when it's a constant with you, it's not a bitch moment. It's a bitch. You're just a bitch, bro. Anyway, I'm done. I'm done saying bitch. I'm about to sound like the fucking dude from uh, Breaking Bad, Jesse. And, okay, so did the Anderson Silver point. The thing with Anderson Silver that bothered me, you know, he's a, he's a legacy fighter, right? He's been getting his ass hand. He got his ass handed to him in like the last seven or eight fights he was in. It wasn't good for him, you know. And he's super expensive. He's like one. He was like one of the heaviest, like high, highest paid fighters. He was aging out of, out of it. And Dana White publicly announced that he was forcing Anderson Silva into retirement. You saw Silva's face, man. He looked angry. He looked hurt. He looked fucking like depressed. It was all it was like a mix of nothing but negative emotions on top of that fucking brutal defeat he just went through. And now he's fired. Uh, it's just like, oh god, need to do that publicly too. I hated that. That was so shitty on Dana's end. Like you couldn't make that like a private thing. 
Like, you couldn't just be, like, after the fight, behind closed doors, and, like, a day or two later, it's in TMZ, like, Anderson Silva pressured into retire by Dana White among streaks of losses, along losing streakers, so on and so forth. But no, you fucking had to publicly shame him, basically. And, you know, like, I was just gushing about Silva, man. I remember being little, little ass me in elementary school, in junior high. Anderson Silva was, like, the only fighter back then that I could actually name. And I hear Anderson Silva's coming out to fight. I'm like, fuck yeah! Just because he's the only one I, I can name. But he's the only big winning streak. Everyone else is just a bunch of fighters who just, who just go down under this motherfucker. Because he just beats the shit out of them. It was great. It, it, it probably, for me, the way I felt watching Anderson Silva is probably how kids felt back in the day watching Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson box. You know what I mean? Like, like, like that. Like this dude is like unstoppable. He's a fucking rage machine. He's raging the cage. He's a beast. He's got belt after belt after fucking belt, man. And every time he comes out, he's like waving to the fans, shaking hands, smiling, hugging his opponent. There was a fight where he got his shit rocked. He still won though, right? He was all battered, and the other guy just got like knocked down like like a couple hits. But Anderson Silva took a beat. Like this dude was just throwing like really quick hits, and Anderson Silva just like rode out the storm and the stamina. And the guy got tired, and then he just threw this punishing haymaker. <laughs> And the dude just pillied and hit the ground. Afterwards, he, like, helped him up. Like, the ref was, like, ran over. And Silva just, like, helps the dude up and, like, gives him a hug, walks him over to his corner, like, sits him down with his coach and shit. Silva was just so cool back in the day. And, you know, he's got older. He's, like, in his fucking mid-50s. He's, like, er, like late early 30s to mid-30s. Or late early, like, okay, so early 50s towards mid-50s now. And I'm just looking at these other fighters, like, Cerrone's old. A lot of these other people are getting old, man. How long until Dana just starts cutting them out and getting all this other new blood in there? You know, Cyborg, she's up there. She's, like, what, 30-something now? 30s past middle age for a fighter. Ah, oh, man, I want to do that kind of shit so bad, but I don't want to... You know, I don't want to be retarded around my kids. I don't want, I don't want to, like, come home and my kids see daddy all fucked up. I couldn't do that. You know? But I would definitely teach my kids how to fight. Ah, this was a really random, weird episode. But Tim Pool upload, and this is a half hour, so deuce. Ah, oh, this shit's fucking beautiful outside, ain't it? Hopefully. Man, I don't know. Maybe some of y'all got shitty weather. It's, like, 50 here. A nice breeze is blowing. And I pulled a funny at work. I don't know, y'all ever watched that show Peaky Blinders? There's a gang in there and it's called uh, the Billy Boys. <laughs> I, uh, at work people were singing, uh, a couple people were singing that, that fun song where it's like, uh, it's, uh, it's basically talking about him like beating his uh, girlfriend or whatever. And then they were singing like pumped up kicks. So I'm just, I'm like, wow, oh, y'all singing songs about school shootings and domestic violence and cheating. But... Bet. So I pull it on my headphones and I start humming, and then my humming turns into a full course singing. And I'm like, hello, hello, we are the Billy Boys. We're up to our knees in Finian blood. Surrender or you'll die. <laughs> I mean, I'm not like bellowing it, of course. I'm just kind of like singing it to myself. I'm like, well, fuck it. If we're singing songs like this, why, why pussyfoot with the flowery language? Let's just get right to the fucking point and they were like what are you singing i was like oh it's the uh I've heard, there's a soccer team called the rangers it's their their song and they're like oh oh okay and they like one person looked it up and they're like oh god it really is and i'm like yeah what's wrong with the lyric 
up to our knees in Finian blood. <laughs> uh, they tolerate me so hard. Actually, I'm pretty cool with a lot of my higher-ups here. It's like the more in general people I fuck with here. Like, something that's been really weirding me out lately is all these people going around like, I got my second shot. Oh my god, I got my third shot. Did you get Moderna or Johnson & Johnson? Uh, I literally heard, I heard a conversation where it was like, did you get the Johnson & Johnson vaccine? And this girl went, no. I got the J&J vaccine. It was like, you dumbass. Anyway. Feel free to call me a liar if you want. That's one of those true stories that's like for, for comedy. Like comedian, like stamp comics tell true stories, you know? Anyway, everything else here is a thousand percent, thousand percent true. Uh, and the same, let's, I'm not gonna even hypothetically give her a name because I think maybe a couple people I work with actually listen to this. How the fuck did Judy Fucks find my fucking podcast? I don't plug it anywhere. I don't, I don't talk to friends about it. Okay, I talked to like some family about it. And there's a couple people who work here who are mutually friends with some of my family members. So mainly my siblings, maybe some of them talked. But there's a couple people I've seen like at like favorited your podcast. And I'm like, that picture isn't, like that name isn't right. But that picture looks like fucking so-and-so and da-da-da. You know how that goes? Anyway. What's I fucking talking about again? Oh, fuck. Ah, oh, fuck, Niggy. No, shit, Niggy. I forgot. Ah. Side note, that's what happens if I actually try to do an anime voice. It... It dies. Like the rest of me, on the inside. Side note. My, uh, my pot harvest. Ooh. That stuff's good. Proud of it. Apple pie. Apple pie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of concerning to me because people are going around work where I work right now and they're all talking about like oh yeah I got my second vaccine oh you know I got this brand oh I got this brand oh I'm due for my another one over here da, 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 da. and it's so, like who cares what is wrong with you fucking psychos like do you think people give a shit do you think people really fucking care and let me tell you right now Half of this, at least half of this country is Republican. So when you're going around being like, oh, look at my fucking second shot. Oh, I'm, I'm so proud of myself. They're looking at you like, yeah, I got mine too, but, uh, so what? And, and let me ask you, you got your second shot, right? And I asked coworkers this today. I was like, what's changed for you? Has anything changed? And they're like, I'm, I'm protected. No, you're not. You can still get COVID, even with the vaccine. That's been proven. That's actually why brands are being, you know, pulled right now, all that, and causing heart attacks. Weird, it's like that crazy conspiracy group was saying something about like, oh, this is, this is gonna kill people, it's gonna give them heart attacks, how the fuck did they know that? It's like Alex Jones with them fucking, uh, alphabet people. I'm not gonna say the letter, but it looks like a, it's lowercase, looks like a lowercase g flipped backwards. If you can't figure out what that is, you're a fucking dumbass. Just draw, uh, draw a g. Back, a lowercase g backwards and then make that an uppercase version of what that letter actually is and you got it Qui-Gon P- Qui-Gons ooh. ooh I'm gonna refer to them as Qui-Gons and Red Hats there we go that's my new slang term for the baby blood elite conspiracy people who are 
I am not affiliated with them. I do not support them. I think they're fucking retarded. There is no, like, double speak here. I I think they're retarded. I think Qui-Gon or Qui-Gon people. Qui-Gon. I think Qui-Gon people are fucking retarded. Really fucking retarded. But, like any retard, occasionally they blabble out some of that must make sense. Alex Jones is a good example of exactly that. But... You know, people are having heart attacks and arrhythmias, and there are people, like, getting super sick and being hospitalized with COVID after, like, because they got the vaccine. The vaccine was, like, I don't know. I guess, like, some of these cells aren't dead, and some of them are alive still. I've long since abandoned reading news articles to you fuckers. I just kind of blabber out what I read, sticks and hammer style. But, you know, without a video, memes, means. But, yeah, it... Anyway, there was this waitress, and she was... I eavesdropped and overheard her talking shit, where she was like, I got my COVID vaccine, and I got my second one. I'm like, that's so fucking retarded. And later on, she's talking to me and another co-worker, and she's like, you know, it's kind of tacky when customers are like, this is going to affect your tip. <laughs> Peace, man. You still here? I'm outside work right now. I'm clocked out. It's graduation weekend's over! Anyway, so this waitress, she comes in, and, and you know, I just, I heard her, like, a couple hours beforehand, just, it's eavesdropping, right? The part of the, part of the restaurant I work in is essentially a big metal square, and everything bounces off the walls in that bitch. So, anyway. Ooh. She comes out, and she's like, it's super tacky when customers complain about, oh, yeah, this is gonna affect your tip, ha, 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 ha. I was like, you want to know I find really tacky? When people go around saying, I got my second COVID shot. Did you get Johnson & Johnson's or Moderna or Pfizer? That's kind of tacky, isn't it? Like, you don't go around bragging about, you know, COVID. You don't go around bragging about, I got my fucking flu shot, my tetanus shot. This is like a weird, obnoxious version of virtue signaling. So fucking tacky and petty. And then I looked at her and she was like, they're not at all the same thing. I'm telling people they're safe. And I realized, she must have realized I was talking about her, right? I'm like, whoa. And I, I was like, wait, why Why are you so mad? It's just, I'm not talking about you. Wait, do you think I'm talking about you? And then she was like, no, I'm just saying, you know, it's good. People should tell people that, that they're safe. I'm like, yeah, but has anything changed for you? You're still wearing a mask at work. You're still waiting tables wearing a mask. You're still uh, going to stores wearing a mask. You're still driving in your car. I see you leave leave work in your car. You drive past me and you go up the road and you're wearing a mask in your car. Nothing has changed for you. Not a fucking thing. I didn't say the fucking part, but I was like, nothing's changed for you. Like, there's nothing, nothing new. You just have a shot now. Hope you don't get sick from it. Hope you don't have some complication from it. But... It's so fucking stupid. And that's what I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm due to get my tetanus shot, and I'm due to get my flu shot. And when I get them, I'm gonna walk in and be like, oh yeah, I got both my shots in the same day. And they're gonna be like, what? Huh? Wait, what? You got, you got both your shots in the same day? Yeah, man. Tetanus and flu. Oh, I thought you got your COVID shot. I'm never getting that shit. And then they'll give me the dirty look. That's what I like about working with pussy ass liberals. And the city I work in is full of pussy-ass liberals. And I work with them. And here's the thing. I've worn a MAGA hat to work, right? And let me tell you. If you really want to figure... If you really want to make friends quick and enemies quick, do that. Wear a MAGA hat. 
to a place where you're usually at. They're not going to ban you for wearing it. They won't. I promise you. They're just going to give you weird looks or give you like a, a, a grin. And that's the thing. Here at work, man, I got people I'm actually kind of chill with. And I wasn't chill with a single fucker here until I wore a MAGA hat. You know, I, I could talk to all of them, be cool with them, but you know, I didn't really consider them friends. But now I have people who are like, dude, props, wearing that hat. I'm like, thanks. I wear it because it pisses people off more than anything, but you, you know. Uh, let me reiterate right here. I wanted Tulsi, right? I want Tulsi. You know who I wanted to run in 2016? I wanted Giuliani to run again. I didn't like a single person on that fucking stage with the Republican side. Maybe Ben, maybe Ben Carson, but I gotta remember that nigga tried to stab his fucking mom. And then, then, but he did do amazing medical work. But the thing about him that bothered me in 2016, all he talked about was, oh, America's medical needs are, 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 are lacking. We, we used to be the leader in the world when it came to medicine. And, and uh, we need to be that again. I'm like, do you have anything that's not related to medicine? No? It's like fucking, uh, it's like when Yang would speak, you know, he'd be like, freedom dividends. What else? $1,000 a month. That's that's what you call the freedom dividends, right? Yep. But no one's going to know it's called the freedom dividends, so $1,000 a month. Oh, yay, fucking zay, you know? And I wouldn't care. Like, it was like a friend of mine who was like, hey, I got my second shot today. I'd assume they were telling me because they didn't feel good. I'd be like, oh, you okay? <laughs> you know, they'd be like, yeah, yeah, I feel great. Why? I'd be like, nah, I'm kind of woozy. <laughs> And, uh, man, what else, what else do I have to talk about? Uh, a bunch of shit's kind of happened, but at the same time, nothing new's really happened. I'm just regurgitating headlines. So, uh, so, uh, uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. let's go, uh, culture war. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, a cop made fun of LeBron James, and everybody demanded him to be fired. And he made a joke. He made a TikTok where he called called LeBron James in the TikTok. It wasn't like he was, he was pretending to call LeBron James in the TikTok. He was like, hey, LeBron, yeah, 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 yeah. There's uh, two young black kids here, and one of them got a knife. What should I do? Let, leave it? All right, man. I mean, I feel like I should go break it up, but but but, but you know what? You are a basketball player, and I'm just a cop. What What, what would I know? And LeBron apparently got really hurt fee-fees over it. And it's like, who fucking cares, dude? You're a multi-millionaire. When you speak to Black Lives Matter, they're not really listening to you either. You're just some rich Hollywood. The same way Republicans hate Hollywood types for coming out and talking to them about their fucking political beliefs and what they should and should not do. It's the same... same for both sides <coughs> because no nobody likes having multi-millionaires come and tell their average working class selves what they should and shouldn't do and how they should and shouldn't feel whether or not they even if they agree or not no one wants to be told that <coughs> anyway uh, I'm gonna go